Stephen, I want to thank you for joining me in this multi-part conversation around how enterprise cellular coverage is simplifying complex problems. Really looking forward to it. But before we get into the meat of our discussion here, maybe you could take a moment to tell our audience a little bit about yourself, your professional background, and your role with Nextivity. Yeah, I appreciate that, Sean, and uh, thank you for having me on. So just a little bit about me. I have uh, joined Nextivity just over a month ago as their chief commercial officer. Uh, my role here is to focus on our, our go-to-market and all of our external-facing approaches to our, our partners, our customers, our operators, and, and everything we do there. As you know, um, Nextivity is a very technical organization. They have uh, some of the best products in the world, and they continue to innovate in this area. And at this moment, you know, we brought on a commercial officer to really rally around our customers and partners and, and really take that next step in our, our business. If you look back at my history, I've had a, a history of doing this for the past 22 years prior to joining Nextivity. I was with Comscope. In my final role there, I was uh, responsible for their entire enterprise sales organization, which brought to the enterprise market all of the copper, fiber, Wi-Fi, and DAS solutions. So, you know, um, I've had a history of working, you know, both domestically and internationally. I had a stint where I lived overseas for uh, about four years over in Europe. Um, spent a lot of time traveling the world out with uh, all of the partners and customers. And, and I look forward to really bringing, you know, that type of insight to, to Nextivity as we continue to have, you know, great growth in the markets that we serve. Well, I appreciate the background, Stephen, and, and now I, I really want to dive into this uh, kind of dynamic point in time that we're in, where the telecom industry is going through this very significant and hopefully lucrative transition from LTE to 5G, with 5G being billed as a kind of foundational technology that will drive enterprise digital transformation. You know, as you and our audience know, the vast majority of uh, demand for cellular data comes from inside buildings. So maybe you can frame out for us your perspective on how carriers are thinking about in-building cellular as they go through this CapEx super cycle. Calling it a super cycle is, is very appropriate as you look at it, because uh, as with most of these transitions in time from 3G to 4G to you know 5G, it's, it's a race on their part. And each of them approach it differently, each of the carriers. You know, they could use DSS, NR, <clears throat> millimeter wave. You know, these are all new technologies and the bands that they support, they're all going to require either new equipment or upgrades to existing infrastructure. Um, and this need is only increased with the number of data applications that are being created. You know, when you talk to some of the building tenants and a majority of them, they state that cellular coverage is really the most important or necessary of all the utilities that come into the building. And when you look at how operators are approaching this, you know, especially in, in the U.S., most of the carriers out there, they've really reduced or eliminated their funding for most of these in-building projects because it was very expensive for them to do. And they've been investing billions in buying spectrum and, you know, really growing their networks. Over the last five years, it's become widely accepted that cellular coverage is the building owner's responsibility. And I mean, think about that. In the U.S., just a few years back, all cellular coverage systems that were in the building were paid for and managed by the operator. Now, in many areas of the world, that financial burden, in most cases, lies with the building owner. You know, they really think of this now like 
the fourth utility, right? We, we talk about the fourth utility all the time. And, and you, you wonder, what does that really mean? And if you think about gas, electric, and water, that stops at the curb, right? The building owner is responsible for getting it in. And, and cellular is going to be no different than that moving forward. Um, everything inside the building is going to be at the building owner's expense and responsibility. And, and if you own a building, you got to remember, tenants expect cellular coverage. Or, or maybe it's more accurate to say they demand it, right? And it's it's just getting more and more dependent. So, you know, that that's really how I think this is starting to shift right now is that the carriers, you know, they're spending their money on other things and they're putting more of the burden out there on the building owners. So you made it clear in building cellular, very important at this point, a utility right beside electricity, gas, and water. You rightly point out that the impetus is on building owners to invest in these systems that are demanded by their tenants, both existing and perspective. But based on your experience in customer engagements, and I acknowledge that this is a wide range given the variation in the market, but can you help us understand the level of sophistication amongst building owners and maybe tell us a little bit about the need, if any, to educate that market about the dynamics that are impacting their businesses? Well, you know, when I look at this, the market really understands things like Wi-Fi solutions. They they use them at home. They, they implement them themselves. But when it comes to cellular solutions, they don't really understand that. And then when you listen to some of the really big traditional DAS vendors, they're going to say that you need expensive analysis equipment and you need these long timelines and very expensive implementations. And uh, when you speak to a customer, they don't really understand that the spectrum is owned by the carriers. It's confusing. And oftentimes these systems are deemed unobtainable to the ways that they've solved it or tried to solve it really have their own pitfalls when you think about it. Um, think about Wi-Fi calling, right? At home, if you don't have good cellular service, you, you try Wi-Fi calling. And, and you know as well as I do, Sean, it doesn't work well. It is not an enterprise-grade solution. It's not ready for prime time in the enterprise. Um, then we have companies out there that today sell wideband amplifiers. And these are generally seen as low-end consumer solutions. And there's vendors out there trying to push those into the enterprise space, trying to go into bigger spaces. And you know, when you look at them, you know, especially like outside the United States, these wideband amplifiers are largely illegal in many countries. And, and that's really because they're they're just listening and rebroadcasting everything that they hear. And it puts noise back into the network. And, and as you know, carriers do not like that. And then finally, we've got these traditional fiber backhaul DAS solutions that have been really the de facto standard for large enterprises and operators. But unfortunately, they're, they're really cost prohibitive to a majority of the market. And the implementation timelines on these, they can be up to a year to, to buy the hardware, get it installed, get it commissioned, get a regeneration agreement from the carrier. And if it's going to go on a year, you're either going to be without cellular coverage or you're going to need a temporary solution till they're available. And and really, when you talk about the education, I think the education is about understanding the alternatives, having a broader voice for alternatives to these, these solutions. And so, you know, Nextivity approaches it differently with an intelligent off-air uh, solution that we call CellFi. And I think that, you know, as we move forward, there's going to need to be more education around alternatives. So before we talk about uh, some of those alternatives and what Nextivity is doing in this space, Stephen, I, I'm just kind of curious. I spend a lot of time talking to carriers who are discussing 
their grand vision for 5G as this enabler of broad enterprise digitalization. But then you describe this sort of disconnect around understanding of cellular and understanding, you know, what does it mean for me? What does it mean for my business? Given what carriers are putting into the market, do you see any shifts in where 5G fits into these larger strategies for building connectivity? Yeah, I think uh, 5G has really helped amplify this need, right? It's one of the you know, most hyped technologies around the ability to provide bandwidth. Um, it comes with some coverage problems, right? And uh, you know, when you look at this, I believe the industry, they have a better understanding for the need for in-building cellular coverage now, right? We're operating at higher frequencies. Buildings are more environmentally friendly. It's really hard to cover these areas. And and when you look at it, it used to be, well, it's all right, we'll just go to Wi-Fi. But, uh, you know, there are some things out there today that are really driving this need for cellular coverage in a building. And, and the first I'll start off with is BYOD. You know, this is one of the top drivers for enterprises. It doesn't matter if it's your employees or your customers coming in. You got to be able to support their devices on their carriers, right? You can no longer dictate, hey, we're only going to support one carrier in this building it's just not what the customers or employees expect. And then additionally, when you go to you know, this thought around security, even if you had good cellular coverage inside of your main office space, you better be able to cover parking garages, stairways, and, and other areas of the campus. And, and that really becomes especially critical in places like school where our children are there in the hands of others, and, and you've got to just have coverage everywhere you go. And then as people are out there, you know, I think one of the basic things people do when they're looking to move into a new building is they check to see if their cellular phone works, right? It's uh, the most common used device inside of a building. In a property, it's got to have good coverage to do business. And I don't know what reports you look at, Sean, but you know, you might look at some of them and upwards of 86% of all cell phone calls are initiated from inside of a building, right? So you, you just absolutely have to have building coverage. And then let's talk about these last few years. Um, you know, society, there's kind of a, you know, this term new normal, right? There's a new society norm where we've seen more phone-based applications and they've really changed how we conduct our daily lives. Think about your in-store experience, right? You're, you're going and you're paying by phone or maybe you're shopping by phone or, you know, how many times do you go to a restaurant now and they don't hand you a menu anymore, right? They give you a QR code and you look at it on your cell phone. And then when the bill comes, there's another QR code on it and you just pay off your phone and, you know, the meal is over. It really is amazing to me how much this has accelerated in the past couple of years. And, you know, 5G is just continuing to push that. So it doesn't matter if you're an operator, a handset company, a DAS company. We've all been barraged with this need to establish better connectivity. And, you know, it's making its way into the enterprise now as, you know, new applications in the workplace are driving this need. And, and think about what's coming now with IoT initiatives or machine-to-machine -machine initiatives. These are, a lot of these will be cellular-based. So, you know, I just don't see this slowing down, not at all, not one bit. You did a great job there framing out the problem space for us. And uh, now I'm curious from a high level, Tell us how Nextivity is supporting customers who require this robust in-building connectivity for people. And as you pointed out, for machines, that's carrier agnostic and from a cost perspective, something that's attainable for them. Yeah, so I think Nextivity, the number one thing we're doing is we're simplifying cellular coverage. As we spoke about at the beginning of this early in my career, I led enterprise sales for 
you know, a company that was really the leader in big fiber backhaul solutions. And the amount of time that my sales team would spend trying to help a customer get in-building coverage, it was simply amazing. I mean, imagine trying to explain to a customer that they needed to pay for a solution and they could only use it once the carrier agreed to fund, you know, a base station into there and then give them a regeneration agreement, right? So, you know, the sales pitch was, so you can buy it, but you might not be allowed to use it, right? And that's that's really a tough situation. So we got to simplify this and make it easier. So, you know, the first thing we're going to go, we're going to do is we're going to go out there and we're going to educate the market that there are really alternatives to big traditional fiber backhaul DAS solutions when you're trying to get cellular coverage. The next thing we're going to do is educate them on the difference between wideband and narrowband off-air solutions. Why, why would you want one over the other? And once we do this, we're going to introduce them you know, to our award-winning Cellfi solutions. These solutions have grown significantly over the past four years in enterprise phase. And you know, they've really been penetrating just about every vertical market, and they continue to grow globally. But I'll, I'll put a few of the reasons why. One, they're cost effective. It's, uh, you know, the carrier doesn't have to give you a big base station antenna in the bottom. And, you know, we can implement these things very quickly. And uh, a lot of our solutions, they go in in as little as a couple of weeks, right, versus the year it would take for, you know, perhaps a traditional back um, fiber backhaul system. They're also easy to install. And Nextivity offers a host of tools to help with this from design with our compass and our wave portal applications all the way to the commissioning and management of the system with our Wave Pro application. And then these things are, these solutions we put in are carrier grade. Um, they really have a no noise guarantee and the carriers love this. They're intelligent. They're just not a dumb repeater. They're actually intelligent. They listen first and see what's going on in the macro network. And they're very careful to not put any noise back into the macro network. And that's why all around the world, you know, carriers have gotten behind and approved our solutions to be used. And then once you get inside the building, these are power over Ethernet solutions based on traditional category cabling. And we can go even further now. We've, we've uh, introduced some fiber extenders for campus installs. And, and you know what? If you get all of this in and you, we've given you great coverage and you decide down the road that you also need capacity, well, the great thing about this is it really protects your investment because you could plug a small cell into it and get coverage and capacity if you need it down the road. So you know, that's our approach to how we're we're helping educate the customers and provide them, you know, a more a simple alternative what they traditionally think they had to have. Stephen, you mentioned the vertical market opportunities that you're addressing, and we're gonna get deeper into this in a future episode. But for our conversation today, what are the broad strokes in terms of uh, the projects Nextivity has and is working through? Any emerging trends in terms of uptake in particular verticals? Yeah, so, you know, the last several years have been very generous to Nextivity because, like I said, the more people that understand that there are alternatives for cellular coverage, it's provided us with, you know, some great growth. And uh, if I name a few of the areas that uh, are verticals that have done well for us, you know, I'll, I'll start off with healthcare. Hospitals over the last couple of years have gone from a nice to have to requiring cellular, right? That they've gotten behind some of their applications running on it, their doctors using it, but also providing environments for, you know, the, the patients and the, their families and loved ones who are there. Um, you know, the security behind cellular is very helpful. And so healthcare has been a great area for us. 
a large cor corporate offices. We talked about this earlier, whether it's a campus environment, single building, parking structures, no corporation can really run without good cellular infrastructure. And then think about this boom in large manufacturing distribution and large data centers. These are just huge metal buildings that just wreak havoc on cellular coverage. And, uh, you know, these have been a great spot for us also as, uh, you know, people, you know, in the manufacturing distribution, you got machine to machine and, and these large data centers, there's not a lot of people in them, but they, they need to be able to communicate with everybody outside the building. As you can imagine, education, both K through 12 and higher ed, these were initially strong for us because the security need that I mentioned earlier. But if you really look at the expansion and the use of cellular devices in classrooms, it's really driven, you know, a secondary need for this in the education space. We talked about retail, you know, major strides are driven by things like in-home delivery services, e-pay, customer loyalty applications, and then you could even go as far as like electronic vehicle charging, right? These all have to have cellular coverage. You know, all those verticals have been very good to us, and we continue to see growth straight across the board. Stephen, I wanted to circle back to your comment that Nextivity is focused on making all of this complexity simple. Um, is it your sense that the decision-making process amongst your customers, both existing and perspective, is around a detailed technological evaluation of the product, or are they more interested on having that complexity hidden and having their vendor and their other technology partners just deliver business outcomes cost-effectively and quickly? Yeah, so here at Nextivity, we rely on our self-I certified partners to engage in offering our solutions to customers. So we continue to be very focused on these exceptional partner relationships, you know, driving education and, uh, you know, support to our partners. And that's really driving value for our operators and our enterprise customers. Um, our partners focus on a variety of different types of companies, right? You know, building owners and IT professionals alike. So it's really a mix. Some just want service and don't want to understand how it happens, while others who become repeat buyers really understand the advantages of our self i solutions. And, uh, you know, really the broad um, proliferation of our solutions has really been supported by, you know, the carrier side also is saying, hey, look, if you're going to do it yourself, we'd rather you use something that's respectful to the macro network. So, um, whether you're the carrier or you're the enterprise, it doesn't matter the level of your knowledge in this space. The one thing is for certain, they want great cellular coverage. And then we need these safeguards to ensure that we're not affecting the macro network and that we're providing great access internal to the building 24-7. So it, it's really across the board, to be honest with you. And I think operating through a wonderful set of partners allows us to address each of those, those uh, market demands you know, separately. As all of these vertical markets come towards cellular and the telecom industry works to deliver business outcomes that are aligned with the needs of these vertical markets, there's this shift from transactional to consultative selling. Organizationally, how are you thinking about that? How are your partners thinking about it? We've seen a number of our CELFI certified partners become specialists within vertical markets, right? Um, bringing best practices for you know, specific needs in, in particular verticals. And these type of partners are, are uh, they, have, they have to have a specific expertise for a specific customer type, right? So we have those vertically specialized. And then if you look at the other range of what types of partners we have, these are large integrators. You know, these partners bring cellular coverage solutions as a piece of the total solution. 
that includes things like security systems, charging stations, and, and all sorts of applications that would fit a certain vertical. You know, we think this is going to continue to evolve. Um, as I look at this, Sean, you know, we already see the need for a partner to be able to bring carrier cellular coverage into a building. And in time, in, in short time, they're going to need to be able to support private cellular-based networks, you know, that, that are coming out. And this is going to require Nextivity and our partners to evolve as private networking. It's just not going to be just a hardware play anymore. It's going to require network implementation and network management. My humble opinion, I think Nextivity is going to be uniquely positioned to support both public and private networks via our Cellfi solutions and our Cellfi certified partners moving forward. This is how I see this evolution happening. And I look forward to continue exploring this evolution with you, Stephen. But today, this was a, a really great conversation. I appreciate you lending us your time and perspective on how enterprise cellular coverage is simplifying these complex business problems. So looking forward to our next conversation where we're going to dig into some of the different deployment models and technology options that enterprises have available to them. Sean, I've enjoyed this conversation, and I think we've got some great ones coming up in the future podcasts, and uh, I appreciate it. Thanks again.